Hey, welcome back to another episode of Reasons to be Happy. Thanks so much for tuning in today. The mission of this podcast is to inspire joy, focus on the lighter side of life, and get good at feeling good. I'm your host, Paula, and today's topic is on how to identify the emotion envy and how to harness it to enhance your life. This is a lesson I'm continuing to work on myself, to be honest, but I'm hoping to share a few nuggets of information and some tips that you can apply to your own life. Before we get into the topic, I wanted to share a little manifesting win from my past week. So last weekend, we got a blizzard in New England. Here in Boston, we got about two feet of snow, which means the streets get really messy. A lot of us use street parking, and what ends up happening is the streets get clogged with big mounds of snowbanks, and parking is drastically reduced. Driveways are a pretty hot commodity in the city. So I had come back on Sunday night from being away for the weekend and there was literally not one single spot available. I was driving around and around and I was starting to panic a little bit. Everyone had parked and then shoveled themselves out and then there were a few spots remaining, but they had space savers in them, which is a very classic Boston thing that can cause some problems. Um, So if you don't know what this is, Google space saving parking in Boston or space saver parking in Boston. And you'll see the items that people use to save their parking spot on the street that they shoveled out. So the most common space savers I've seen are lawn chairs, orange cones, or a bucket of rocks. But there are some crazy ones I've also seen, like an ironing board, a baby stroller, a garden statue. It's kind of insane. People will use anything just to claim the spot that they've shoveled out. Sometimes people write even like really threatening, aggressive notes to not take a parking spot. And here's the reasoning. If the individual shovels out a spot, which can be a lot of time and effort, I understand that they feel entitled to keep that spot if they're leaving, right? But what happens is if you don't claim a spot, then you're kind of screwed. So that happened to me. And I was driving around and around my neighborhood on Sunday and I, like I said, was getting nervous and the whole ride back to Boston, I had anticipated this being a problem. So I was manifesting a a spot. I was like, there's going to be a spot. I'm grateful for finding a spot. And I came home to find out that there weren't any spots. So I then had an inspired thought and I decided to take action on it. My neighbor I had noticed had dug out a spot in front of her driveway, which is a rare thing to have, like I said, but she has a driveway and her car was parked in the driveway. So she obviously had to shovel out the space in front of the driveway so she could get out. So I parked in front of her driveway, therefore blocking her in her driveway, her car. But I just had a lot of trust and I just kind of had this positive mindset where I was like, this is going to work out. So I walked up to her door. I've never spoken to her before actually and I just asked her if I could park there overnight and I'd leave first thing at seven the next morning for work and um, you know if this was a problem I could leave even earlier I I just have been having such a hard time finding a spot around here and luckily she was so understanding and kind and said yes that's fine like she leaves at seven for work too so we could both leave together and I had a spot that night and it was safe and it was close to my house And everything worked out. So even though initially my manifesting seemed to not really work, it ended up being successful, but just in a way that I didn't quite expect. And that's kind of what manifesting is. I think it's focusing on a thought with the purpose of making it become real, 
but we can't always control or predict how it will happen. We just have to trust it will work out for us. So as little as that was, that was my manifesting win because, yeah, if you know Boston parking, you you can understand my joy that came from finding that spot overnight. But if you have any manifesting wins, big or small, please feel free to share them with me because I'd love to see manifestation in action and see it work for people. Okay, so let's dive into the topic for today, which is how to combat feelings of envy in your life and in doing so, how to see the goodness in your own life and how to use envy to really serve you and to benefit you. So first things first, I thought we should define what envy is which often gets confused with envy's sibling, jealousy. So envy comes up when we lack a desired quality that someone else has. It's a reaction to lacking something. Jealousy, on the other hand, is when something we already have, and it's usually a relationship, that is or feels threatened by a third person, that's the feeling that jealousy is. It's reacting to the threat of losing someone or something most often someone. So here's why these two emotions often get mixed up. When someone is feeling jealous, they are often also feeling envious because you might see a loved one show interest in an attractive rival and that can trigger that blend of jealousy and envy. And jealousy has some semantic vagueness too because Usually, if someone is describing a situation they felt jealous in, they'll state an experience of envy, such as, I wish I had my friend's job. So this creates the sense that the two emotions are similar, but they're actually different. And it can be difficult to know when someone really means envy or jealousy. But I digress. So for today's podcast, when I say envy, I'm speaking of the feeling of coveting an appealing trait or a situation that someone else has that you like and you want. Okay, so the first thing I want to say is that envy and jealousy as well, they're very natural and normal human feelings. We've all experienced them and they're very common, very typical. While we don't want to feel in a state of envy for too long or on a regular basis, the feeling can be harnessed for good, which I'll explain more about later. Historically, envy is considered one of the seven deadly sins, so you might have heard that before. It also appears in two of the Ten Commandments in the Old Testament. And Thomas Aquinas wrote, Charity rejoices in our neighbor's good, while envy grieves over it. Taking things to more modern times, though, there was a recent article from University of Kentucky. It described the envy and... um, or described envy, and its negative effects on our mental and physical health. People who feel envy might feel adjacent negative feelings, such as bitterness, resentment, hostility, anger. Individuals who feel envy on a regular basis are less likely to feel grateful, which if you've listened to my previous episodes, you know how I feel about gratitude. Envy has been found to be directly correlated to depression, anxiety, feelings of prejudice, and general unhappiness. So that's how it impacts mental health. Since we know how mental health directly relates to physical health, it's not totally surprising that envy can have negative impacts on our physical well-being. It puts stress on our bodies to feel emotions that signal to us that we're not good enough. 
And I think at the root of envy lies fear and feelings of scarcity and inadequacy. Also, expressing envy to others can kind of make you unpleasant to be around and people can pick up on that energy. So you risk having fewer meaningful, enriching connections with others, which is also not great because we need friends and family who will support us in our times of need. We're not islands. Also with envy, it's more common to envy a person who has the desired advantage when they're relatively similar to you. So envy is more likely when that realm of comparison is valuable to you. For instance, if you're a parent and you see another parent who seems to have it all together and is just on the surface excelling at parenting, then you're likely to be envious of that person as opposed to someone who's a fashion influencer on Instagram. So when we're simplifying what envy is, it's basically rooted in fear. It's the fear of feeling weak or less than. And if you linger too long in that space of envy, it can escalate to feelings of unworthiness and inferiority. And for some, spiraling like this can really validate the situation that we're in and keep us there for longer, unless you use the steps that I share later in the episode. Also, as an aside, be careful as a consumer because marketers and advertisers have learned to tap into envy by getting us to compete with others, to covet what other people have, therefore to spend money and keep up with everyone. So watch out for that. And another weird thing that I've noticed related to envy is that if someone shines a spotlight on our accomplishments, we might feel this need within us to counteract that by mentioning some issue with it like issue with the compliment to balance it out for example if someone compliments you and says wow great job on that presentation last week and you respond with really I thought it was a mess then you're discounting it and basically pushing away the compliment I am so guilty of this I've done this many times but I'm getting better at just accepting a compliment because it's important to Accept it and learn to acknowledge the positive attributes because the more that you do that, the more you'll start to actually believe them. So you don't want to diminish your shine and I think responding to a compliment with a really basic thank you is a good start. Okay, back to the point. So envy is a byproduct of the comparison game, which becomes stronger in our circle of people with comparable backgrounds to us. But As we know, comparison is the thief of joy. Compare and despair, as the saying goes. We can understand then that envy can cause a lot of negative consequences. So now I want to turn envy on its head a little bit and point out how we can capitalize on it for our own advantage. I think it's important to look at envy as a litmus test. Use it to show where your attention is and where it's guiding you. It's important to take pause and reevaluate your mindset and what you want in life when envy rears its ugly head. The point is that feeling envy is not about the other person or their situation. Honestly, it's really about you. So if envy comes up, it's time to question yourself and be careful not to do it in a judgmental way, but instead get curious and use it as a chance to focus on what needs to change within yourself as a means to get what you want. So some questions you can ask yourself. What is this feeling of envy telling you? Why might you be having these feelings? 
Is there a certain direction you want to follow? Envy is our perception. It's not our reality. It's an illusion. So once we appreciate that idea, we can use the feeling to start posing some questions to ourselves, and then using it as fuel and motivation. We can start to see it in a more positive lens and we can use envy as a way to perhaps turn off limiting beliefs and work on our mindset, which is key. This can in turn impact the reality of your lives. So in a way, we have to convert feelings of envy to feelings of admiration. Admiration can spur self-improvement. Envy, on the other hand, can be destructive, especially if it comes from a malicious place. So on that note, I believe that the envy that many of us feel is understood as benign envy as opposed to malicious envy. With malicious envy, one might be complaining a lot about a person that they envy and having continued negative thoughts about them, sometimes even acting on those thoughts. Whereas benign envy, while it's still unpleasant and painful to experience, it can sometimes be used to trigger change that impacts people for the better. For instance, it might encourage one to work harder or to dream bigger or to celebrate their wins. So now that we have some insight into what envy is, I'd like to talk about how we can use it and channel it for our benefit. I came up with a little checklist of things that you can do the next time the feeling of envy comes up. Number one, I believe the first step is to acknowledge the emotion and label it for what it is. Admit to yourself that you're feeling a little envious of someone and that's normal and it's okay. Step two, then you want to investigate. Ask yourself questions like, what do I admire about this person? What can I learn from this person? What beliefs have I adopted that are preventing me from achieving that? And be real with yourself. New thoughts might reveal themselves to you about your self-identity and your self-worth. Maybe you need to look at those achievements of your own and celebrate them. Or maybe you might need to set new goals and standards for yourself. Another tip is that when you find yourself thinking envious thoughts, remind yourself that the other person's advantage doesn't take away from your own success and growth. You are a special, unique person with your own strengths. It depletes your energy to envy someone, so instead, focus on your own journey. Put your attention on pleasant memories and moments of accomplishment. Engage in one activity that gets you one step closer to where you want to be. Action is so important in moments like this, so it could be a little task like sending an email that you've been putting off or going for a walk, making a phone call to a supportive friend, Checking out a self-help book that could maybe inspire you or help you work on your mindset. It's just about taking action and directing the attention back to you. By doing that, you can stop envy in its tracks and redirect it to really serve you and your own goals. A fourth step is that you can write a list of your own positive qualities and your talents. And we all have different gifts and positive traits, so I don't want to hear I don't have any or I'm not talented That's simply false. Everyone has something to be proud of. So write down a list of all the things that you've got going for you. And if you're really struggling, ask a family member or your best friend for help. Because I guarantee it, there are are so many reasons for you to feel proud of. The last tip I have is offering a compliment to someone you admire. And dare I say it, maybe even envy. I had made an Instagram post earlier in the week about how giving a compliment is a win-win action for both the giver and the receiver. 
When you acknowledge someone else's talent or a trait that you admire, you're boosting your own confidence. By stating that you like something that someone else has, it shows a security of self and sends this subconscious message to yourself that you aren't threatened by it. You're just simply praising something that you like. It's converting any subconscious envy you might experience into positive words of admiration. And it's a win-win because the person on the receiving end of the compliment gets a happiness boost. Who doesn't like receiving a nice compliment and a little praise for something? We all do. And we should all be giving compliments more and spreading around positivity because we have so many special and individual assets and it's really worth affirming them. So to sum it all up, accepting and embracing our negative emotions is key because they're there to show us changes that we might need to make. If we're self-aware enough, envy and even jealousy too, it can open up our eyes. It's important to recognize, process, and walk through these difficult feelings. I can personally identify with this because at the end of last year, I had been feeling a little lost and pretty anxious about just where I was going in life. I was seeing other people do things with their life and take action. And I was feeling that green monster inside of like, why can't I do that? Or why can't I have this passion project that will give me some inspiration? And that's what ultimately prompted me to take the leap of recording a podcast. And so far, it's been such an incredible experience. And it's putting me into contact with so many inspiring people. And it's really helping my mental health. So the point is, if you're feeling envy, explore it and determine how you can make use of it. Okay, so that's all I have for today's episode. I'd like to end on my reason to be happy, and that is a snow day, getting a snow day. (laughs) So more like a nice day, actually. Yesterday, I got the day off work because in Boston we had this ice storm, which was so lovely, but it did mean that I got a three-day weekend, which was unexpected and truly a gift and a reason to be happy. I'm also looking forward to a massage that I booked for myself tomorrow. I'm working on really prioritizing my self-care and not feeling guilty about spending money and treating myself from time to time. So what is your current reason to be happy? Let me know by sharing it on Insta if you want to DM me. And oh, one more thing. Speaking of compliments and how they're a win-win, if you would be so kind as to write a positive review on my podcast, I would be so grateful and think of it as boosting your good karma. (laughs) Anyway, have a wonderful week and we'll talk again soon. Bye.